This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is time once again to shine our community spotlight. And this week it's with uh, Juvenile Diabetes and the JDRF, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and one of their super volunteers, Paolo Reynoso, where their son Damien is joining us to talk about what it's like initially to learn about having and learning to live with diabetes. Uh, her son, Damien, a fourth grader, uh, is living with type 1 diabetes. And Paolo, let's just start there. When you first found out this diagnosis for your son, uh, what did you think? I had no idea, first of all. I had no idea what type 1 was. I was familiar with diabetes, but nothing more of what it was. So it really turned our world upside down. Like it was just from one day to another, like things completely changed. Um, he was only three, so it's like, he's a baby. So it's like, not only is it hard being a new time mom, but like adding a whole medical thing to it, it just, it's a whole different world. It's its really tough. It's really, um, I don't even know what the word would be for it. It's just, um, it just turns your world upside down, really. There's a lot of challenges I would imagine to deal with this again with with a relatively young child and 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 the daily regimen that you're a part of. Can you walk me through what that was like and what that continues to be for you and Damien on a daily basis? You know what it is? It's more so just advocating, right? Like learning what it is exactly, teaching Damien the correct way to I guess manage it. Um, just making sure he's empowered in his care that he understands, you know, it's something that he likes to say all the time, like, you know, I, I didn't do anything wrong to deserve this. It just, it just kind of happened. And I know for us, we, we make it as positive as we can. It's, it's a lifestyle change for the whole family, really. And that's, that's how we started it, just being empowered and staying positive and, you know, making sure Damien never lost that beautiful smile that he's always had. Um, that's really what just kept us going. We want folks to know that if you want information about JDRF, you can go to jdrf.org backslash NorCal backslash again. And that uh, that gives you uh, an opportunity to look at the website, tells you about certain events that are coming up, a chance to donate, a chance to volunteer, or just learn about the message and the challenges of living with the type 1 diabetes. Uh, Paolo, because you're about you're bilingual, you're first generation Mexican American. My wife is the same way, so I, I, I certainly understand what you know is important to advocate for people that aren't maybe as fluent in English as you are because you were born in the United States, like my wife was. So you've helped other families around the world, not just here in the United States or Northern California, but around the world, helping them communicate inside the family and then with everybody else outside the family to help live with uh, type 1 diabetes. What has that process been like? It's been very emotional to kind of take a step back, like meeting all these new families. It really puts me back six years ago when Damien was first diagnosed to just remember all those emotions. 
So just to be able to relate to these people and not only just relate to them, but understand them in their own language and be able to share that information. My biggest thing I always say is just empowering the parents to just, you know, feel confident in themselves because it's, it's your child's diagnosis is already hard enough as it is on its own. So not even understanding the language, especially if you are in the U.S., it's even 10 times harder. I mean, we are lucky enough that Damien has all the resources that he needs here. He has everything he needs, but meeting families that aren't as lucky to have all those resources has really, you know, shined a light on such an important topic, which is kind of where I stepped in and have been really focused on the Spanish speaking community and just JDRF offers so much already. And it was just a matter of communicating that with the community. It wasn't, I, I don't think it wasn't that the information wasn't available. It just obviously wasn't in the language that was needed. And I think that's where I've been that person to come in. And they obviously see the face, they see the name and they hear the language. So it's it's the connection that you make with the people. And and it, it goes deeper than even just understanding the diagnosis really. Ala Reynoso is a volunteer with the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Her son, Damien, is with her as well. Damien, if you don't mind, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Tell me about Sharkabetes. How did that come about? So, Sharkabetes is something I helped create. It, it's, a, it's a plush toy in the shape of a shark. It's uh, white on the bottom and blue on top. Okay. So why, why did you make that? Why was that important for you? Because I've always really loved sharks. Maybe some people like also who also like sharks may think this is special because it has a pump and it has a deck too. So I, I'm guessing that there are times where maybe the day isn't going as as well as you'd like it to go, and having a buddy like Sharkabetes around just to remind you that to kind of get through the day. Does that help you with that? Yeah, I like having it because it's like it's like a little support buddy. Paolo, what does that mean to you to, to, to know that your son thought about this and, and helped create something that obviously means a lot to him and, and as other kids in his same circumstance have seen it and got at what it means for all those kids? It's 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 something that's really amazing. The company behind Sharkabetes is called Type 1 Together. This is kind of what they do. They they specialize in little stuffed animals that, that wear the same medical devices and they could be custom made to whatever the child wears. In this case, Shark Beaties was really special to us. Damien's a big shark fan. I don't know if you can see his shirt. He probably wears sharks every day. Um, it's, it's his spirit animal really. Um, and it wears the same devices as him. Even like for my daughter who doesn't have type one diabetes, she sees a stuffed animal and it's like, hey, this is just like my brother. Um, so I think it's an amazing thing, not just like for my son who lives with it, but even for my daughter to see that, hey, this stuffed animal looks just like my brother. Like it's a it's a normal thing. And and I think it's really amazing to have something like this available to children. So they they, they see the stuffed animal. Hey, look, it wears a Dexcom. It wears a continuous glucose monitor. It wears an Omnipod, whatever it is, they customize it to their own. And the fact that Damien now has something to show Sharkabetes is forever, right? Like he's not going anywhere. And we actually have a collection of these guys all over our house. So it's very special to us. And we're thankful to the to the company for giving us something like this. Paolo, what what's it like on a daily basis? You know, trying to have as much normalcy as possible when you know, in fact, that it's not normal, that there are certain things you've got to do on a daily basis to make sure that it's a good day for Damien. It's, it's a fight. 
every day is a fight. No two days are ever the same. Um, it's it's just learning how to just make this a normal thing for an everyday life, right? Like it's not it's not a normal thing, but we make it a normal thing. You know, every everything counts. Like the weather counts. Whatever you eat counts. If you're stressed, it counts. Like just learning how to cope because at the end of the day I have to take care of him but I'm also human and it can affect me as well so just learning how to manage not just my son's medical and and mental but also as a parent you know having the right resources to where we are also successful in helping our children out Again, the Northern California chapter jdrf.org backslash NorCal it's the place to go for information about donating, volunteering your time, seeing upcoming events. And, and to that point, Paola, can you explain, uh, you've got the charity walk coming up after the baseball season. It's going to be in early November, uh, an opportunity for folks to get out, maybe be in the same community, but also help raise awareness and raise funds and the continuing challenges of research to find cures for, for type 1 diabetes. Uh, walk me through, if you will, that event and, and how people maybe can can uh, participate if they want to. So JDRF's North California One Walk will be taking place November 6th at California's Great America. So for the first time, we'll be bringing together all participants from Northern California to just one thrilling location. The JDRF Walk is a chance for our NorCal community to celebrate our loved ones, recognize our accomplishments, and walk to change the future for everyone living with T1D. And we'd like to thank the Oakland A's for hosting our one-walk kickoff at the Oakland Coliseum on Sunday, August 28th, when the A's take on the New York Yankees. Well, that'll be a fun day for sure and a chance to provide some more awareness. One thing I've noticed that you're involved with also, Paula, is as folks are getting access to JDRF and, and trying to begin the process of, of treatment and, and learning information, et cetera, there's a thing called the Bag of Hope. Can you explain what that is and, and what that means for a family that's now maybe been thrust into this circumstance and trying to figure out literally what the next step is in order to, to get through this day by day? So what the Bag of Hope is, it's something that JDRF offers to newly diagnosed families straight from the hospital. If they have your information, they will reach out, which is exactly what they did to us. So they've been a part of our journey since day one when they offered us that Bag of Hope, which had all the resources I myself needed to, to educate myself on how to take care of my child, which obviously it shows now with the fact that I've been able to be empowered in his own care. Um, and something that's really amazing about this Bag of Hope is I've actually been able to work on the, a new Spanish Bag of Hope, um, which will probably come out soon, which will have all the same resources that I was offered, but now in Spanish, and it's going to be offered, everything is completely in Spanish, um, basic information that parents are going to need just to thrive in the care of their child, it's gonna be available now in English and in Spanish, which is something really big and something I'm super thankful for JDRF for, for doing. It's been pretty amazing to be a part of that. Paula, can you walk me through the last six years from the day that you got the diagnosis for Damien, kind of where you are now, where he is, healthy in, in most respects, young, active fourth grader, where if you didn't see the pump, you probably wouldn't know that that he was dealing with this on a daily basis. But I know there are challenges there, but trying to find the sense of a day-to-day -day normalcy there. 
Oh man, so he was three. So when I go back and I think it's been six years and I still remember day one, like if it happened yesterday, right? It's an emotional thing that I don't think you ever just, you know, it's, it, it still moves you to, to be better in a sense, you know what I mean? It's like um, just seeing where we started and where we are now, it's just, it's amazing, right? I, I always feel like things happen for a reason. I'm a big believer in that stuff happens for a reason. So for me, it's like, okay, Damien was given, it, it's a blessing and a curse, I guess you can call it, right? Because we now have a platform to not just share our story, but be able to help other people. I see Damien thriving in his care. He's he's only nine and, and this kid's already, he, he could read a nutrition label. He weighs his own food. Um, he started injecting himself, like just to see the journey of when he was three and kicking and screaming and yelling at us not to hurt him, not to poke him, to seeing him now injecting himself drawing insulin out of a vial like not only are we proud of him but I think as parents it's like we're proud of us too because we've we've done this together it's it's teamwork right like that's what we tell Jamie all the time we're a team just like your team works on the field this team works on the on the back scene of everything like while you're on that field playing the toughest positions because if as if having type 1 diabetes wasn't hard enough let's just take on being a goalie on our soccer team let's take on being the catcher or the pitcher of our baseball team but he's able to be successful out there too because it, it's a family team right like we all support him even sister who's four has got his own and even she's looking at his number making sure his sugar, his sugar is stable and in range so when, when you when you have a nine-year-old who plays sports loves sports and he deals with this on a daily basis you're whether it happened to be in sports or in any other area that that a kid had an interest in they want to find somebody they want to find an adult who's like them if you can like a, uh, an adult that's playing baseball or playing soccer that deals with type 1 diabetes and you discovered adam duvall who plays for the atlanta braves although he's not going to be in town because of surgery when the ace played the braves in september but to have to have somebody like that you know, to look up to to a certain degree, but have an understanding. Look where he is today, and man, that's if he can deal with it all the way through these years. Maybe I can do the same thing. How uplifting is it for Damien? How uplifting is it for you, Paula? It's amazing. It's it's great to have those role models out there. It's it's like I tell Damien, you could do anything you want in this world. The only thing you can't do is what? What do I always tell you? Produce insulin. So. Everything else, guys, the limit, kiddo. Like, and when we see Adam Duvall out there with his pump, you know, it's like we all jump up and shout. Like, we're we're probably not even paying attention to the score. It's like, oh, there goes Adam. Oh, and his pump. Like, we see it. You know, it's like it's it's so amazing. It's like you want to even almost be like, oh, I wish I could just speak to your mom sometimes. Like, how did she do it, right? But it's it's great to have those role models for kids. It's it's really difficult you know so to be able to tell them look he did it right hard work pays off i mean being a professional athlete is hard enough on its own and you add diabetes to that you just you just have to work 10 times harder if that's where you want to go in life and again what we always tell him is what you can do anything you want to but do what produce insulin look he's already created shark diabetes which and there's a book that's coming out around that as well, which I think is beyond impressive. Uh, he's, he's accomplished an awful lot at just nine years of age. And, and Paula, your advocacy for him and for those 
English speaking and non English speaking parents that are dealing with this on a daily basis, the fact that you're out there as a as a real hero volunteer for JDRF is really impressive. But I want to thank you so much for joining us again. A reminder of the charity walk for the folks that are involved with the TD1 November 6th. It's at the Great America. And for more information, go to jdrf.org backslash NorCal and you'll see more information on what's happening and a chance to donate and volunteer. Uh, Paolo Reynoso and your son, Damien, thanks for joining us. And thanks to bring thanks for bringing Sharkabetes along for the ride as well. Wish you all the best. Thank, Thank you. Damien wanted to add one thing if he could. Go ahead. Look for an invitation soon to register yep. for our one walk kickoff at the Oakland A's Coliseum on Sunday, August 28th. And until then, make sure to register for JDRF NorCal One Walk today at... You can register at walk.jdrf.org forward slash NorCal. And again, thank you guys so much for having us. It's, it's an honor to be here and, and we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Great way to the community spotlighter. Thanks to Paula and her son, Damien. And more coming up on another episode of our Community Spotlights. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.